0: Everywhere we turn, we are faced with hot mess mom culture, celebrating the messier the more mom you are. And while yes, motherhood is messy and full of labor and love, I'm here to bring light to the claims Satan has on our lives as mothers. We are not messes. We are masterpieces designed by God on purpose for a purpose. So join me for a conversation about stewardship as we seek to intentionally multiply all God has blessed us with in motherhood, marriage, life, and faith. Let's focus like Philippians 4.8 calls us on whatever is true, wholesome, noble, right, pure, lovely, peaceful, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. Together, we can raise a generation of masterpieces and steward our lives in a way that matters most. Hey, friend, and welcome to the Excellence Collective today. I am so excited to be coming to you and talking about something that is so precious to my heart. Now, it may not be all that exciting. There might not be lights and anything flashy because it is not about anything flashy, but it is about something that can absolutely transform your life. So we're gonna dig in. Um, I was really inspired by a verse in Proverbs. Um, for this, and it is Proverbs 25, 28. Um, it says like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. What? So you're saying we have to be self-controlled? Yes. Yes. It reminds me of a story. My dad sent me to this devotional recently and um, there was a story in it about a national champion football player, right? I'm a huge football fan, college football, mainly Texas Tech. Really, I don't pay attention to anybody else. But anyway, nonetheless, um, it was about a national champion that was being interviewed by a reporter and the reporter was asking questions about what goes into becoming a national champion. How do we harness the gifts God has given us and use them well? And I'm sure that's not the question he asked, but that's really what he's asking, right? Like, how do you become a national champion? And right from the get-go, he starts listing out early morning workouts, strength training, lots of stretching, the way he eats, the way he sleeps, the way he treats his body and his mind, the way he trains on a daily basis, the w- his routines before he goes to bed. And the reporter looks at him and he's like, that doesn't sound like very much fun. And the national champion looked at him with such conviction and said, but winning is. I guarantee you, Michael Jordan did not turn in to who he is by dumb luck. He had discipline. He had self-control to work toward a goal. Without hesitation, that athlete summed up what discipline is. It's not fun. But winning is. So each one of us every day, whether you're a working mom or a stay at home mom, whether you have kids or don't have kids, or you have a super professional job where you sit behind a desk and wear a suit, or you work in an awesome restaurant and you get to serve people all day and meet people and serve their needs. Or, you know, you work in a hair salon or a daycare or a law firm or Capitol Hill for Pete's sakes. We all have the capacity for self-management. For discipline. We were made for discipline. We serve a God of victory. He has already overcome everything that's come his way. So every day you wake up, you have the choice to start with prayer or not. You have the choice to start opening your Bible. You have a choice to move your body. You have a choice to eat food that's good for it. You. you have a choice to overcaffeinate yourself. You have a choice to belittle your coworker. You have a choice to speak words of affirmation over your kids, and you have a choice to totally lose your with them. We have a choice. We have a choice to be self-disciplined or a choice to be self-indulgent. Am I going to conform to God's word Or am I going to live according to my feelings and what the world says is great? Right? Those moments come at us so fast that we're going to mess it up. You can have it all just like those loaves and fishes had in the Gospels. I can guarantee you, you are not enough. But you know what God can do with what you bring to the table? When you lay it before him and you say, God, thank you for this gift. Now use it, God. Help me steward it well. Let me take what you've given me and say yes to the choices that lead to discipline, the choices that lead to winning. Do you know what, you can, what God can do with that? He can multiply it beyond your wildest dreams. Think about it. Bring your loaves and fishes. That's a discipline. Laying something down at his feet and saying, Here, God, I am I am all in. Here's all I've got. It's not much. It's not enough. But you are, and you can multiply that in a way that is everlasting and effective and efficient. God, you can. So your prayer in those moments um, may come at great expense to you. Self-discipline is not fun. Sometimes it hurts. And honestly, sometimes it's denying what you really, really want right now. Like another scoop of ice cream. Or, um, you know, a salad instead of a grilled cheese at Zaxby's. The struggle is real. It may mean stepping back from your kids for 10 minutes, putting the TV on when you really didn't want them in front of a TV and saying, God, I'm coming into my bedroom so I don't kill my children. I'm going to pray for self-control and I'm going to go out, turn off the TV and have a great day with my kids. Because really what I want to do right now is scream at them. But what would you do, God, is take a deep breath, pray for the Father's intervention, and then go back. You know, um, like I said, those moments that we fight for, those moments of winning, can come at great expense. But a self-controlled life is a life that is so fruitful according to the gospel. You know, we look in Galatians um 5 let's go to galatians 5:22 where we learn about what it looks like to follow jesus but the fruit of the spirit the result of his presence within us is love its unselfish concern for others joy inner peace patience not the ability to wait how but how we act while we're waiting kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and last but certainly not least, self-control. There is no law against any of those things. And when you are abiding in Jesus, those are going to be the fruit of the Spirit. So what does that mean? You know, I think a lot of what we look at um, when we're thinking about stewardship, and especially the, the stewarding the gift of discipline, um, is... Starting by what the Lord has given us, um, looking at what the Lord has given us, there are blessings all around us. And all I can think of are the gifts, my children, my husband, um, my friends, my coffee, and my cute mug that it goes in, um, a home to sleep in, Warm bed to lay in. Sister-in-laws that love me unconditionally when, as I came into their family as an only child. Um, friends that have forgiven me. Those are the blessings and the gift God has given us. He's given us the gift of movement and of choice over food that we put in our body. And Bibles, the freedom to study. His word. He has. So... Um Looking at the first verse of the parable of the talents, you know, the one in Matthew, the, the parable in Matthew 25, where a master is going away and he leaves talents or money with his um, servants. And in, he gives each one different amounts but they each do something different. And one thing I love about the word and the first verse of that parable. So it's Matthew 25, 14. It says, For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey and he called his servants together and entrusted them. Entrusted. God has given you so many good gifts. And what we focus on grows. So if I focus on how hard this is, how struggle it is, how much I really want the ice cream, how much I really am just exhausted of my kids, and start looking for what he's entrusted me with. God, thank you for a body that I want to treat well. Thank you for my kids. I know they are losing it, but God, you have given me self-control. You have in trusted me with these things, and I want to steward them well. And you know, we're never going to be able to do those things on our own. Our loaves and our fishes are never going to be enough. But in the hands of our good Father, in the hands of the Holy Spirit, in the hands of Jesus, they can take those loaves and fishes and multiply them beyond our wildest dreams. So in those moments where you're like, you know, I'm not feeling particularly disciplined right now. And I am walking. I've had an emotional day. I'm exhausted. Father, my kids have tested me from up to sundown. And I really, you know, let, let's take on um, what I like to call mommy wine culture. I really want a whole bottle of wine. And culture would say, girl, you have your glasses, it's been a hard day. But what God would say is be sober-minded because a hangover definitely won't help your tomorrow. Right? I'm not judging you if you have an alcohol problem. If you do, let's get you some help. Call your doctor or a friend or a loved one or somebody. Okay, Um, disclaimer, but... Um, and I'm not hating on wine. I like a glass of wine from now, every now and then. But what I am saying is that sometimes, um, we have to make a choice, uh, that really reveals who we are. Are we dependent on Jesus? Are we dependent on wine? Are we dependent on Jesus? Are we dependent on coffee? Sometimes God blesses us. With a friend that brings us a hot cup of joe when we really need it and by the time we get to drink it it's going to be lukewarm again but the kids that interrupted our hot coffee drinking are a blessing we have an opportunity every day to look at the choices we're making to look at the thoughts we're thinking and orient them toward christ you know in those moments that are hard and I am struggling, this is the prayer I pray. Father God, thank you so much for the gift of whatever. God, I am really struggling. I am feeling weak and not enough right now. But I know you are enough, God. You are the author and perfector of my faith. You can build me up. You can multiply, God, when I can't. So God, empower me, energize me, and equip me to do what you're calling me to do right now. Help me steward your blessings well. Give me discipline I desperately need to be successful in this life. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. You know, I would challenge you right now, before you do anything else, is just stop. Take a minute, get a notepad, something, um, get a journal, or better yet, write it in the margins of your Bible so you can mark this moment. Um, But write three areas where you need discipline, and you're going to pray over those daily for a week. But then right under that, I want you to list three things you're thankful for and thank the Lord for them immediately. Friends, we have a choice every single day. Whether we're going to be a runner-up or we're going to be a winner. It's our choice. Sometimes it's a really hard one. So I'm praying for you today as you seek the choice that will honor the Lord. All right. Have a good one. I pray you have a wonderful week. I am cheering for you. Don't forget my website is live now. I'll drop that in the show notes. Um, and my course, if you're listening to this in October, um, is launching in November and, um, it's called Harvesting Healthy Habits. We're going in with the fall theme, of course, and it's all about getting your morning started right. So if you need help choosing the right choices in the morning, this is for you. Have a good week. I'm cheering for you, friend.